Rambam, He's talking about the different things which make it difficult for a person to deliver. And the next one is, uh, again, it's five examples of something, which really there are many, many more of cases we can think of, examples which fit into the same category. And then he says, Nalach Adar, Rumehem, Chamisha, five things that are oisa oisam, ein cheskos lashavim. Five things that a person is unlikely to do Trevor for, which is why it's one of those things which make, which make Trevor difficult, because people don't do Trevor. Why not? Because they're things which people don't attach importance to. And therefore he's going to do things wrong, and he's going to think, I didn't do anything. And therefore he's not going to consider it an Avera. And because he doesn't consider it an Avera, he's not going to take any step to rectify it. And we made that. It's difficult to determine things like that because what's necessary for the tshuva to be effective is firstly the realization I did something wrong. Now, it's not enough just to read the wrong words. All right, it's wrong. Okay, that doesn't help. Because like we saw beforehand, the, it's not just the acknowledgement, okay, if you say it's wrong, I'll say that, I accept that. It has to come with the harata, which means it has to be something that a person doesn't just, uh, is willing to admit to. And if you tell me it's wrong, I'll, I'll agree with you, it's wrong. It has to come with a sense of karata, which means I feel I did something wrong. Because like we saw both in the Chavos and Mishkos and that is that the tsar that I have, feeling that I did something I feel guilty about, or the motivation that's going to drive me not to repeat the same thing, is an integral part of the truth. And therefore things that a person doesn't really see, I did anything wrong. And the fact that you tell me it's wrong, I still don't feel that way. It means it's preventing me doing truth. Because it doesn't have the necessary step of feeling the, the tsar, or the, the guilt, or whatever wants to call it, the busha of, of, of realizing I've done wrong. So what are these things? Number one, the first one, Someone who eats from a meal that there isn't enough food for the host. So the man because he ate, the family went hungry. It's a part of stealing, which means you took something which they needed for themselves, and as a result, they, 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 they didn't have. As a result, they were hungry. They didn't have enough food. Now, why doesn't the person feel bad? I don't understand. They invited me. I didn't come and steal from them. I didn't even ask them if they had food. I was invited. And if that's the case, what did I do wrong? I accepted an invitation. They gave me the food. I ate it. So what did I do wrong exactly? So we're going to say, you should have known that these people can't afford to host you. And if that's the case, by your eating, they're going to go hungry. And you're doing something wrong by accepting such an invitation. And uh, it's considered geza. It's considered a geza. It's called, it says here, avak geza. Yeah, because it's not that I went to steal. But it's in the category of geza because, because of you, they were deprived. The Rabbi is reading all that into the word Bershus. I was going to ask, let's say they invited you. He said that. And the means that they permitted me. Right. They, I means, asked them and he said... Exactly the way someone said to that. There's a family who doesn't have extra food. And if that's the case, if they're going to share it with more people, that means none of them are all going to have to get less. It's not like someone who Hashem has given so much property that they can provide more and no one's going to go hungry and it's all there, there's so much leftovers anyway. And other people, they want to have guests and they have a lot to share. And it's not, I don't know, there's nothing wrong to take. But if a person, it's a sort of which is together that the, the, the host doesn't have enough, if that's the case, so then by accepting invitation, it means that they're me taking away their food. And if that's the case, what's it to do? It's not occurred so much that a person doesn't realize. It's not cause that a person doesn't feel bad. Because he said, I didn't take his food, he invited me. So what did I do wrong? And that's why I started the Jiva. That's why I started the Jiva. Now, why would that one? Why? why would somebody invite a guest 
if he does, doesn't read, doesn't have enough. And here, here comes the cheshmer. Because he might feel embarrassed, he might feel that he, 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 you know, that the person's waiting for an invitation, he might feel that uh, otherwise the person has nothing to know what to go to, so it'd be better having so he doesn't spend the night on his own. Whatever the fact that might be, that the person for himself decides I'm going to have to invite the guest, that the guest should pick up to that, and therefore realize that if I'm being invited just in, in a massive way, the balabais doesn't really have the ability to host me, or whatever the other reason he's inviting me, so they may them take notes, that would be that they need. Okay, so we have to talk about halakhic parameters of this. Where does it apply, when does it apply? And in most of Eastern Europe, uh, people used to, Shir Barakim didn't have dormitories, they didn't have lunchrooms, so he used to feed the Barakim anywhere in the town. Uh, it's take two Barakim up a lunchroom, which is wherever they had, with two more people. Uh, were there times for the animals are for sure. Does that mean they all goes lonely? So you have to explain, what's the gather of when this still applies? But, the, you saw the wrong one, so it is that the person isn't going to feel bad. Because he's not going to feel asked all. He's not going to feel that I did it. He's going to feel it. If that's the case, why would I do wrong? That's the first example. The second example, He lent an only money, and then he goes and asks for some kind of security for the money, and the only gives him whatever he's going to give him security, and he goes and uses it. And which are things that the only really needs. I didn't ruin them, I didn't steal them. I asked her, Do you want money? That's very good. Bring me something as security. So he comes back and he brings me his, uh, his plow of security. What? I stole from him? It's waiting for you. Come and bring it. I said, I'm going to have to take your mashup for my money. You bring me back the money, I'll give you back your card. And if I fact I used it, or I ruined it, it has a strong implement. Nothing happened to the fact that it was used. And if that's the case, again, it's okay, even the terrorism first, it's also, but uh, it's a per- case where a person doesn't feel well, there's something wrong. Because this is, well, on the contrary, I didn't use the tether, I didn't use the money. I'm allowed I'm to ask for uh, some kind of mashkin for my money. I'm allowed to make sure that I'm losing it. So what do I do to you? I'm you a tether. Right, so, and the whole voice, the man said it's wrong. Why is it wrong? The Torah says, because he needs it now. That's his final it's very nice you ask him for collateral, but the mice about taking it, you know, stop him being able to make a pronouncement. But then again, it's a person can say, so let him find something else to give him. He came to ask for the law. That, and that's the same you said. And that is that a person doesn't really feel he did something wrong. But if that's the, the mice of what happens, well, again, it's something he needs trouble for. Now, the third example, which is was Shriach Matam Rabbeinu, was Shriach Matam the Rambam, is equally Shriach today, and Mistako Barais. Why? Because my Lal died, so Shayn Makachum. Shayn Makachiba Altia Karati, did I do an Avera? I didn't do anything. I haven't noticed people walking past me. So what's the bad about that? For any day, Shariah Sayyinayim Oven Godl. What a person sees is also a big Avera. Shigaremis the Gubin Shmarais, Nemr Surah, and Vakum Vakarinechem is referring to Chazal, which say, Ain Choymed, Ain Roy, and Ain Choymed. But nice, so therefore, it's something which a person is trivial for. Except people don't feel bad about it, they think I didn't do anything. What a person sees is, uh, it's like, you know, I saw it was around me, I saw it whatever walking to my line of vision. That's such a big affair, I was going to do something wrong. Yes, it's an open Yeah, but again, it's not a mice he went to do. It's something which came to him. 
So he's going to think I didn't do anything. But it's not very rare, that's what he says. It's something which people don't appreciate as bad, and the man is a dentist of Chuba first. But then he knows exactly the same thing. He talks about Rabbi Mibnei Dairim on Nechshalness, and he says you have to know that it's not just that people think Harais is just the Maisa of Harais. The Rabbi says there's Eversapeh, there's Eversayin, there's Eversayin, there's lots of forms of Harais that a person can be Nechshalin, and there are all others. And this is the this is the Yisrael of Ben Yenis says the whole way through. Uh, the, the last part of Shashlishi, and that is uh, a vera which a person doesn't realize his tshuva on makes the vera much worse than kavish Because the vera which a person doesn't feel any remorseful. Whereas an vera which is worse, but a person feels bad about it, is considered less bad than shmaim because he's the tshuva. Okay, so therefore, this is another category in the same example of things which a person doesn't feel they're bad and therefore he doesn't do tshuva for. And now the other problem with this particular example is that it's something which, and this is another, the one in the Kudah, why a person doesn't feel bad is if he doesn't think that he's done something wrong, or he didn't do so much wrong. The other problem is, and this is right at the beginning of Sharon Trevor, and that is something that a person's initial and regularly, so you lose the sensitivity for. That's, that's normal, that's what, what, what do you expect? You walk anywhere, what, what are you going to do? It's normal. And if you're talking about the normal being of errors, then that's a problem, because it just reinforces the feeling in a person there's nothing wrong. And it just reinforces the fact that the person is not going to do because it doesn't... That argument of, it's so normal, it's something everybody is doing, it's unavoidable, it just works to reinforce the fact, therefore, I don't, take, I don't feel guilty of that. And therefore, I'm not going to do tshuva. So somebody has to walk to work every day down the road. Yeah. Look at that, told me they want to go to this place and they want to go to this place. What's the head to the good? Mm-hmm. It's closer to work. They want to go to Venezuela. Everyone has different places they want to visit Venezuela. They want to go to Italy, they want to go to this place, to that place, Paris, to Paris, Paris. What's that? No, they're not going to eat kosher food. They'll find a million dollars three times a day. But to say that, but to walk the streets of these countries is my mission of being open yourself up to see in Israel. But the problem is, they're going to say to you, okay, so we should say in Shalom, it's just as bad here. We should go to New York, it's just as bad there. You're right, but that doesn't justify anything. So you have to deal with the problem, not avoid it. It's the same issue. And people think, well, since it's unavoidable, it's okay. Since it's not avoidable, it's not a problem. It is a problem. Isn't that what Lekadar means? Isn't that what Lekadar means? You can't. It doesn't mean you can be mistaken. Lekadar like, oh, means you aren't planning for going that route. And you still have to guide yourself what you see. For example, Andram gives the fourth one. The Miskabi Bukhara Lechavere. A person who's discovered by his friend's embarrassment. Now, again, this is very common. And that is very common. It's something which, unfortunately, I think it's right, unfortunately, our chinuch system has entrenched into how kids work. You have a, a like a, a competition, or whatever it's going to be, uh, a quiz, who's going to get the most answers right. A public, uh, a kind of, who knows the most? This discussion or debate or open questions, whatever it's going to be. The etzim is it's encouraging because everyone wants the other one to get the wrong answer and he'll get the right answer and then he wins. Right? So etzim, what you what you're doing is you're setting up a system when whoever wins is at the expense of everybody who lost. Or in other words, that the cover for winning is because everybody else gets the cut of not getting it wrong or not get or not knowing enough. Any like that. Competitiveness to do things. So you're making this problem. So I was talking to a different shiv at Chinuch. So I was going to the Olam asked me, like, 
It's making competition is a good motivation. I think it's the worst motivation in the world, and I'll tell you why. Because you have one winner and 20 losers. So you've motivated one person, you've turned off another 20. So if you're trying to motivate your whole class or all your kids, the idea of doing something competitive where only one person is going to win means everybody else is going to go walk up with a bad feeling. And therefore, you're doing more damage than good. Okay, that's just a side point. The sky of the is the sense that I, I feel good about myself because somebody else got, got it wrong, because someone else was natural. I'm a believer. She'ain lechata. If you she'ain chavera oimen, we don't give that boishes. We don't be shy. It wasn't me. I was the one who embarrassed him. I didn't do anything to him. And the arach ma'isa v'tayim chachmosa, the more ma'isa chavera chachmosa, we just we had a competition. Who knows more chachmu? Who's better? Who can do a better job? So we were racing against each other. I embarrassed you, I said something against you, I helped you more than you. I raised you and I won. So what, 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 what did I do wrong exactly? Not only that, you willingly agreed to get into the competition. It wasn't like you we were forced to do this. So the person doesn't feel anything wrong. He doesn't feel anything wrong, and again, it's the same result. Which means the problem here is that it's, it's not that you can tell a person, oh, but you know what? You were misguided, and he was misguided, he was a business, so the mindset. The person doesn't feel that bad. You can say the word, you can read the Rambam. But if a person puts it back into real life, when these kind of situations happen, it's not, uh, the problem is, the person doesn't feel, even if I accept, okay, I, can, I find a similar example. But deep down, it's very hard to feel bad about it. Because the Rambam's justification is exactly what people feel. What are they wrong? You know, if you give him a or a person tells them more about somebody, or he's, uh, like the Gemara says, that uh, um, he, he, he causes him to go white. Okay, I feel I did something really bad. I can hear that. But in the I didn't do anything to him. I didn't do anything to him. So why, 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 what, what's so bad about that? That's so what Rama says. It's another category of someone just hard to do the for. In the environment, then there's one person gets covered, and another person gets the color. In a case where, I wish I could also knew as much as Rukhayim knew. And that's not discovered Rukhayim and Khaveri. We weren't racing each other. I would love to get there one day. I feel bad, maybe I'm not holding by that. But it's not, it wasn't uh, against the one against the other one. Didn't they race up in this way? This is, I'll uh, give you another example of this middle. Except this one, it's harder to explain the Rambam. Because here, it's much easier to see what a person did wrong. And that is, if I know that I can do a better job than somebody else at something. So, let's say, I know that, uh, let's give an example, which is clearly just for the same example. And then let's say I think I'm, a, I'm an amazing cousin. So, but I, what I want to do is, I'm going to let somebody else go up first for what? Further? Compared to him, everyone's going to think I'm amazing. So, let, let him try first, let him do chakras, and after that, I'll get to Musaf. Wow, the other will be impressed. That directly is called Rukhana Khaber, which means I want to set him up for, to, to fail so that I can be successful. So, I'm trying to give this example. Whatever it's going to be. Yeah, we, we're both going to give a share. But I know I can give a much better share than whoever it's going to be. Let him try first. I'll So I'll be very generous. I'll say, no, you should go first. I'll go after you. But my intention is, let people notice the difference. And let me get the cover based on that people will see me much better than him. Except there's hard things behind the Ramam. Because there, a person really deep down can admit I was trying to set him up for this. I was trying to get the cover on his expense. It's the same event. It's the same, it's the same bad matter. Except there, it's, it's, in the case I gave it, it's, it's harder to justify it because there, if a person is honest with himself, his intention was, so to speak, to, to benefit whatever cover it's going to be on the back of somebody else's uh, inability or failure. So that one is rubbish? The first case is the person is other people wrongly because the mindset didn't do anything, I just suspected him. 
and I find that I'm actually wrong. You want, you want to use innocence. So why is not going to each other? Because I don't believe I shine a chata. Levi shoyim, masisi lan. I didn't do anything. I just had a strong suspicion he was the one who did the thing wrong. I didn't do anything about it. Uh, I, I, I had my doubts. I had no misgivings about it. I found that I was wrong. What did I do wrong? So what did was I suspected him? So what's the big deal? That's another. The fact that I reduced somebody standing in my in my eyes from being a good person to a bad person, even though I didn't say a word to him, even though I didn't do anything about it, but in my estimation, I've now downgraded him from being a tariq to being a Russian, from being someone honest, being someone dishonest. That's another. We have, to explain, we have to explain what's the Severa, where do I get that from? What's the Severa? Where do I come from? So tomorrow we'll talk about what the Severa is. But the time you saw it, the person says, I was just my thoughts. I had a suspicion, I suspected him, that's all. No, that is uh, The fact that in my mind I've now considered him to be worse than he really is, that's all. So what the Severa is, that's the Severa. But then again, a person doesn't feel bad about it. A person doesn't feel bad about it because he doesn't think he's done anything. And therefore, he says, these are the five things. And then just examples, categories where it's hard to do chuvah. It's hard to do chuvah because the person doesn't really feel bad, and in matter, there isn't the first step which there needs to be in the chuvah process.